Good morning, kind folks. It's your KVMR morning news update for Friday, July 8th. I'm Steve Baker. Who's winning what? Last week, a campground. This week, Kraft Vodka. More on that later, but first, regional weather. Nevada City, Grass Valley, today and Saturday, sunny and a high near 86. Tonight, low 59. Sunday, 92 and sunny. Sacramento, today, sunny, high 94. Tonight, low 60. Tomorrow, 92 and sunny. And Sunday, hot and sunny, high 99. Truckee Tahoe, today, sunny, high near 76. Tonight, low 41. Saturday, 77 and sunny. Placerville, today, mainly sunny and 89. Angels Camp, today, 94 and sunny. Nevada County Public Health reports 114 new confirmed COVID-19 cases covering the holiday weekend and reported Tuesday. There have been 17,660 Nevada County cases since the start of the pandemic. The county's positive test rate was 16.3%, a 4.7% increase from the prior week, according to the union. Last Friday was a big day for Nevada City's in-town campground when they announced they were voted the number one campground in the United States as determined by USA Today. This particular shout-out is great, says in-town owner Aaron Thiem. It's prestigious, it's awesome, and it's exciting. The campground, located at Nine Kidder Court in Nevada City, also landed number 10 for glamping sites. The Union newspaper says glamping is a luxury form of camping with deluxe tents and beds and, at in-town, heated mattress pads, fans, fresh linens, and private porches, among its amenities. Plus, the honor came on in-town's six-year anniversary since the campgrounds opened. We get people from all over the place, Aaron says. We're getting recognized on the national campground list, and we're listed in the Travel and Leisure magazine, which was super amazing. She and her husband, Dan, run the campground and say they also appreciate how many locals they host. People looking to recreate in their own backyard. It happens every week. Information online, intowncampground.com. In is spelled I-N-N. Meanwhile, this week, guess what happened? South Fork Vodka. Nevada County's first craft spirit company got a nod from, yes, USA Today as the nation's number one craft vodka, beating out some big names. I'm not even sure who nominated us, co-owner John Dorfin tells the Union newspaper. It's a week-long polling, so people vote on their favorite craft distillery. Then they close the polls so you don't know what place you're in. Going into the dark, it was kind of a surprise. The company has won medals in every competition they've entered, totaling 36 so far. When the pandemic hit, they quickly switched gears and started producing hand sanitizer, which many Nevada County businesses offered. In fact, they produced 11,000 gallons of it in 2020, compared to 4,000 gallons of their vodka trademark. In fact, the company completely stopped vodka production for about five months. We intentionally got in front of it, Dorfman says. We were happy to be able to help our community. And this article from the Sacramento Bee. As COVID-19 testing rates have plummeted, one tool is becoming increasingly important for understanding the state of the pandemic, sewage surveillance. Regional wastewater paints a stark picture of a pandemic that is far from over, while the state's testing program shows coronavirus case rates to be dropping across much of Northern California. Wastewater analysis indicates that in many places, viral spread this month rivals or even exceeds the original Omicron surge that swept through the country in January, creating record infection numbers. 
According to data from the Sewer Coronavirus Alert Network, a wastewater analysis program based at Stanford University, the concentration of COVID-19 in the wastewater in areas of Northern California, such as Davis and Western San Francisco, have this June exceeded the levels they were in in the original Omicron surge that occurred in January. In Sacramento, the numbers are slightly milder, with wastewater COVID-19 levels peaking this June at just over half of what they were in January. This wastewater analysis stands in stark contrast to metrics often cited when measuring virus spread, such as case rate per 100,000 residents. Looking at case rates reported by the California Department of Health, it seems that Sacramento County's June surge was only 17% of what it saw in January. Yolo County and San Francisco, both of which, according to wastewater analysis, have seen COVID spread at just as high or higher levels as January, reported case rates peak this month at just 20% and 23% of the January surge, respectively. But public health officials agree that sewage, rather than testing numbers, is telling the true story of the state of COVID. Christoph Dobson, the general manager of the Sacramento Regional County Sanitation District, or Regional SAN, a sewage treatment plant that collects Sacramento County sewage samples that go to Stanford and other wastewater analysis, says that current COVID-19 levels appear to be one-half to two-thirds of what they were in January in the county, a departure from the 17% indicated by testing data. Sewage, however, will always capture the amount of virus present in the community, even if people are not testing. Our sewage surveillance, it is sort of foolproof from that sense. Dobson says, I always like to say the sewage never lies because it's always going to come down to the plant. From our KVMR community events listings, the Sierra Storytelling Festival celebrates its 35th year this afternoon and all day tomorrow, Saturday, at the North Columbia Schoolhouse on Tyler Foot Road on the San Juan Ridge, featuring Michael D. McCarthy, Angela Lloyd, and three other California tellers. Information, sierrastorytellingfestival.org, all one word. The rest of the news, California style. Over a billion pounds of unsold almonds are sitting in ports waiting for supply chain issues to ease up. That according to the Los Angeles Times. Wildfire. Favorable weather aided the fight against the electrifier in the Sierra Nevada foothills that has forced evacuations in two counties. That according to the Associated Press. Birthdays today include singer Steve Lawrence at 87, children's singer Raffi, who is 74, actor Kevin Bacon, 64, singer Joan Osborne turned 60, and singer Beck is now 52. Stay tuned for some more fun, frolic, and mighty fine music on your Friday morning show with your mighty fine host, Charlotte Peterson.